The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. The four-foot-tall bronze statue of a girl with her hands defiantly on her hips, Fearless Girl, became an overnight sensation when it debuted on Wall Street on the eve of International Women's Day in March. It became a symbol of female empowerment and a representation of the lack of gender diversity on Wall Street and an instant tourist attraction. The Fearless Girl faces the iconic 11-foot-tall bronze charging bull statue. And though it drew thousands of signatures asking that it remain permanently in the spot, there is one man who's fighting to have it removed. Arturo de Modica, the sculptor who created the charging bull, says the fearless girl has turned the message of his work into something threatening and negative. The girl is uh, right in front of this way, like doing this. Now I'm here, what are you going to do? His attorneys have asked to have the fearless girl move, but Mayor Bill de Blasio tweeted, Men who don't like women taking up space are exactly why we need the fearless girl. De Blasio announced at the end of last month that the fearless girl would remain standing through April of 2018. Sometimes a symbol helps us become whole. And I think the fearless girl is having that same effect. She is inspiring everyone. Joining me is one of the attorneys representing the sculptor, Steve Hyman, a partner at McLaughlin and Stern. Steve, explain your claims and what legal right an artist has to decide what other artwork is placed in an open public space. Okay, well, uh, forget that just an open public space. It's that the fearless girl statue, the little girl there, has incorporated into their art uh, Arturo's bull as part of their display. And that is not what Arturo signed on for. That's not what his bull is intended to represent. It's his art. He has a copyright, he has a trademark, and he has a moral right under VARA. And those, we believe, have been violated by putting this statue in directly confronting the bull. In addition, this was a very commercial undertaking. While it now has other possible meanings, it's, the fact is that it was a commercial and in front of the very uh, little girl statue was a plaque uh, advertising she, the ETF of State Street. All right. So, so Steve, let's all take these together. Let's not take them together. Let's take them apart. Um, (laughs) How strong is a copyright infringement claim when nothing was copied? And the fearless girl, it may be an expression of the artist. It's a matter of interpretation. It doesn't impinge on the statue at all. It doesn't copy anything from the statute. It's not derivative. Is there any element that the fearless girl shares with the charging bull? Of course it's derivative. Without the bull, what's the fearless girl? So, all right, in other words, what they have done is taken the bull into their art. And if 
you remove the bull, what's the we have no problem with the the statue itself. Put it any place you want. Have it stand for whatever you want it to have it stand for. It's putting it into the face of the bull that is the issue. And it's I think recognized that you can't just take somebody's art and make it your own. Well, they're not. And it's she's not, not a parody. There is also a copyright term of fair use and transformative fair use. That's the correct. work in a public setting opens the door to fair use to the copyright law. That's artwork for educational, critical, scholarly, satirical, or newsworthy purposes. And Correct. the Ninth Circuit has found that, remember the Green Days case, where they used a right. poster in a video in a context created by other posters and graffiti on the wall, and they used the very poster in it, and the Ninth Circuit found that it was transformative. So why isn't this transformative? Because this one is taking the, the very statue. It's not a copy. It's not something else. It is the art where it is being displayed. And it's not transformative. It's simply putting it there to use the bow for her purposes. And that we believe. And uh, I, I mean, I understand the arguments, but we believe we have the better argument with regard to it not being transformative. Well, it seems like the Ninth Circuit said in that case that, and that video backdrop actually used the poster in it. It didn't it didn't just interact with it. It actually used it. And it said it conveys yeah. new information, new aesthetics, new insights and understandings that are plainly distinct from those of the original piece. So doesn't the fearless girl do that in this setting? No. Um, but even more, you also have to deal with the moral right issue and the trademark issue. Both of those, you're, you're just focusing on the copyright and the argument of... Well, how does this, how does this impinge on his trademark? And what moral right does he have? Because the moral rights is the integrity and reputation of the artist. They have modified this book. They have done it now. It, it is argued that modification under the statute is just physical, but there's no case law that says that. Modification is they have taken this piece of art and changed it for their purpose, and that's a violation of VARA. And then you have the trademark where they have taken, you know, it's like uh, making Coca-Cola into a, an alcoholic drink. You don't have the right to do that. The but bull the, but stands the for something. The, yeah, but the trademark is the bull. It's not, it's not the bull and the girl, and there's not the bull and the girl. Well, the yeah, trademark, the, the bull, still now, remains. Look, do you, well, do you, is there a case that you can cite that, that is like this? No, I, I, I'm not in a position to argue um, as if I'm in the Ninth Circuit right now. And so How about the Second I, Circuit? I, <laughs> I'll take any circuit. But, uh, I, I it seems like an uphill case. It, well, it, it's an unusual case and certainly is raising novel issues. I, we don't dispute that. But the fact is that if you take the standards of fair use, one of the first standards is commercialization. This was a commercial. They took this as a commercial. You're looking at it just as a piece of art. 
we're looking at it as a piece of art in a commercial for commercial purposes. But now, ha- now the commercialization is gone because they've taken that away. So now you have just well, this statue, which has has been transformed into something different. Well, now you're telling me that the fact that that's what it was conceived of, that's what it was used as, that's what its reputation was based on, all with the she ad, because they took it away, it's no longer commercial? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being on Bloomberg Law. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing what happens with your suit. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.